What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the Why Network. We interview every job occupation A through Z for the trash man to the CEO and ask them why and how they started doing what they're doing so that you can find your dream job too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us because he is yours truly, Kojo Thompson. Let's go. Now, today is going to be the Why I Started the Podcast episode, and I'm really excited to share it with you guys today. So let's go ahead and dive right in, man. Let's do this. All right, so why did I start this podcast? Well, it will all start really, um, I'd say back when I was real young. Uh, when I was real young, I probably was the baddest kid in school. I, if, if if not the baddest, then the second baddest, you know. And um, my principal of my elementary school had my mom's phone number on speed dial. Like I, she'd get a call at least twice a week. Uh, from the principal for for you know things that I did and a lot of people would really uh, talk down on me, um, teachers, principals, other kids, you know, uncles, aunts, everybody would just be like, oh, man, Kojo, I don't know what to do with Kojo. He's not going anywhere. He's probably gonna grow up and just wash cars. He's just something, you know. And it was just you know, really, it it, it wasn't it wasn't preferable, you know. It wasn't really what I. Uh, it wasn't a dream childhood is what I'm, I'm trying to say. And pretty much I had uh, one uncle and my one uncle pretty much, you know, um, I remember one day he bought me a, a Lego set and this Lego set was for like 12 year old plus. And I was like back when I was six years old, he bought me a Lego set uh, for people who were like 12 years old and plus. And I put it together in like two seconds flat. Um, I was just really good at like taking things apart and putting it together. Um, so, you know, he looked at me and he said, you know, Kojo, one day you're going to be an engineer. And I looked at it and I was like, I mean, wh- when I heard that, it it completely changed my life. Um, for the first time, somebody really believed in me that somebody really saw something in me more than, you know, Kojo ain't going nowhere, so Kojo ain't. Uh, doing this, doing that. And I remember growing up, I just, once he told me that, I just carried that with me throughout the rest of, you know, my like school career for real, for real. Um, every time somebody, you know, talked down on me or said, uh, coach is not going right. I'm like, nah, I'm going to be an engineer one day. Um, I'm going to be what my uncle said. I'm, I'm bigger than what you say I am. I like, I, I always, I always carried it with me. And, you know, as I, as I look at it now, I didn't even really want to be an engineer. I really just wanted to be like my uncle and empowering people who didn't, you know, uh, who who needed that. You know what I'm saying? Because you, 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 in, in your lifetime, you would get called a lot of names, but it's the name that you answer to that really, that really, really matters. You know, so um, I just wanted to always empower people and, and uh, be like my uncle and, you know, helping people figure out what they want to do. Um, so that's pretty much why I started the podcast. Uh, but how? I think how was the most important question. Um, so back in probably when I was 19 years old, um, yeah, 19 years old, uh, 2017, he actually passed away. So 
Um, again, this was like my favorite uncle. I wanted to grow up and be just like him. Um, at the time, you know, he was a throughout my childhood for real, for real, he was an engineer. But uh, once he once he died and I attended his uh, funeral service, um, it really everything just started unraveling because, you know, um, like his real life story came out. And it turns out that he was really an entrepreneur. Um, and, you know, when I was real, real young, he actually fell sick. Um, he, he fell sick to a point where like the doctors did not know what was wrong with him. And he, he just had a, a a disease that nobody, no, no doctor could figure out what was wrong. And, um, you know, he was traveling all around the world. He was very successful. He was under computers. He helped actually invent the internet with the the creator of the internet. He was like that brilliant, that much of a a talent. And he pretty much, you know, just fell sick when I was uh, real, real young. And, you know, from that day on, uh, he, he was lucky that he survived. So he, uh, from that day on, he was like, OK, I got to I got to slow things down. I'd rather be a family man than uh, than, you know, go and chasing these uh, mega bucks around the world. So uh, he, he just slowed down. He, he accepted a a higher vice president, uh, senior software engineering job uh, from a local company. And that's pretty much what he was throughout my child, entire childhood. And that's what I saw. So, you know, again, me wanting to be an engineer, uh, I really connected engineer with being him. So when he died and, you know, I heard about the entrepreneur stuff, that's really what I thought I wanted to do. Um, even though I knew I wasn't really good at the, uh, the, the math and sciences, I, I knew I was. I'm not, I'm not no uh, computer person uh, by any stretch. So um, I quickly figured out that um, throughout the year 2018 that I wasn't, you know, the person who was the hands-on type of, you know, um, extra mathy person, science person, and I pretty much transitioned into more of the uh, a Steve Jobs type of uh, entrepreneur, where um, I was trying to, you know, get help from people who were um, who were good at that stuff, and you know, run the background of the business. Um, and that's when I was really back into like Patrick McDavid and John Lee Dumas, and like running businesses. And it's really a blessing that you know, uh, within the first six months, I interviewed both of them. Um, so those those two interviews were pretty crazy. If you if you don't know uh, what I'm talking about, please go check those ones out. Uh, why I became an entrepreneur with Patrick B. David and why I became uh, why I became a podcaster with uh, John Lee Dumas. Those are two really famous uh, business people. Um, and I was really just into that stuff. The pretty much the entire 2018 just trying to like be an entrepreneur, and start a business, just trying to be like my uncle. And I quickly well, I didn't quickly find out because I pretty I'm going to say throughout the year 2018. That's all I was doing. Um, that's all I was uh, driven by. And, you know, it never dawned on me that I didn't even really want to be an engineer or an entrepreneur or start a technology company like my uh, uncle did. All I really wanted to do was empower others the way my uncle did. Um, but I never separated the two in my head until pretty until the back end of 2018 uh, occurred. And pretty much all my business ventures fell apart. Um you know, everything was just pretty much falling down. My lease was up um, and I the the landlord was not renewing it because uh, he had his family moving back in. I had so I had to move back in with my mom, um, you know, all types of crazy stuff. I had like false allegations against me. Uh, I was going to court for I mean, everything was everything just fell apart. And I remember uh, pretty much like the week of you know, like the last week of me living in uh, the whatever place I had at like court in the morning. I had uh, I was packing my bags to move back into my mom's house, which is not a good feeling at any age. And uh, my I hated my job. 
and I really, it was like probably like two, three o'clock in the morning. I was up all night just thinking, you know, what am I going to do now? And I remember just going into the bathroom, turning on the lights and looking in the mirror and being like, okay, Kojo, what do you really want to do? And it just dawned on me that, you know, what I really wanted to do was help empower people, you know, like I, I really wanted to, to, to pass on the information. I knew that, you know, uh, coming up, uh, in, even in the technology, when I was in that, to, into the technology business startups and, and whatnot, that no matter how old or how many, how much success I got, um, you know, if I was 80 years old and a billionaire, I was still going to be helping kids, uh, try to figure out and empower them, uh, to be, what they were uh, put on this earth to be, uh, whether I was asking questions. I, I, th- that was like always the first thing I asked every time I met somebody. Hey, what do you do? Why do you do it? Do you like it? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, I was always getting this information just to pass it on to somebody else. And it just dawned on me that night looking in the mirror like, okay, this is actually, this is what I want to do. And, um, you know, the I think podcasting would be a good p- uh, platform to do it. Um, so I quickly... I'm not going to say quickly, you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff happened. Um, I, when I moved back into my mom's house and I told her about this, I told my parents about this, they were looking at me like I was crazy. My mom actually gave me, once I told her that she gave me like three days, she was like, look, you got three days. Like if you, if you're not, if you're not going to uh, play by my rules, um, cause I don't like what that your idea, I don't even know what a podcast is for, for So if you're not going to play by my rules, um, you, you got three days to get out. I did. I, I had not found a place yet. I didn't even have money for a place yet. My job was I was uh, walking like five miles from my mom's house to uh, go wash dishes and flip burgers at a local restaurant. And, you know, uh, everything my back was just completely against the wall. I mean, I, I had court fees, lawyer fees uh, for false allegations against me that, you know, um, it, everything was just falling apart um, is what I'm going to say. And, you know, I, I, I still stood firm, even though my my people said that. You know, it was a bad idea. I was making a mistake for not going back to college and doing this and that. I knew college wasn't for me. I did. I, I averaged like a 2.0 in school um, throughout all my years of school. So it was just like I knew college was not uh, my lane. Um, and I told him this. But, you know, again, um, you, you, we, we all know how parents go. Um, they, they, they weren't really they didn't really want to hear it. They said, they're, they're saying, you know, go get the money first and then try to figure out how to be happy. And I just felt the complete opposite way. So, um, I, I, I stood firm. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm still going to do this. Um, I, if, if you give me three days, I'll figure something out in three days. And, you know, just like that in those three, in the matter of three days, I really, everything literally turned around. Um, I found a place. Um, I actually didn't even mention that I'm a I'm DACA. So if anybody knows what DACA is, um, it's pretty much when you uh, when you come here involuntarily as a kid, your parents bring you uh, to America as a kid, uh, illegally as a kid. So if you if you're brought to America illegally as a kid, but it it was your parents doing um, and that's a whole nother story that we can get into uh, from another uh, podcast. But, you know, uh, I. That actually expired that during that same time, and um, I didn't have because I was in court for these false allegations. I didn't even uh, know if it was going to be renewed or not, and it came in that day. So I had like my work authorization. I could get a new job if I wanted to. Um, got a new place um, in, in the span of those three days. Got enough money from uh, people in the span of those three days, and everything just started falling into place as soon as I started being the person 
who I really was, everything that I wanted just started following me. So, you know, um, now, again, as soon as I moved into my place, like literally the first day I was setting up shop, um, setting up the camera, I bought the equipment, I bought the microphone, I bought everything. And um, the rest is history, I guess. Um, I, I can go into more details about that a little later, but let's go ahead and dive into this next question. Um, what were some childhood hobbies and habits that I had? I feel like childhood hobbies and habits. Um, I'm going to say those Legos, man. And again, like just being social. I wasn't, when, when I went to school, I was never the person who was, you know, in the class, quote unquote, the smartest person in the class. I was just, I was always social. Everybody knew me and everybody knew my name, uh, no matter where I was at classroom wise, like driving, even driving school. Like I, 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 I feel like I completely changed cultures of, um, of my surroundings. So if I'm in a, if I'm in any type of situation, um, I just changed the, like, I, I make things more lively. I, I just naturally did that. And, um, talking to people always came easy. I was always social. Um, I always was, you know, I always had it. I always listened before I spoke. Um, always wanted to hear what other people had to say, wanted to hear their opinions and whatnot. And I always wanted to make people feel better. So, uh, whether that was by, you know, uh, making them laugh, uh, which again, as a kid got me in a lot of trouble, but you know, when you're younger being, being social is so frowned upon, especially in the classroom setting. But as you get older, that is the biggest asset. And I just interviewed somebody who, um, was, uh, a, actually, a financial consultant I'm, I'm not a, a compensation consultant um actually and she you know breaks down you know uh you know stuff like how to negotiate your pay and you know is ai coming for your job and she says the number one thing if you if you're worried about ai coming for your job the number one thing that you need is soft skills and that's leadership and you know stuff that uh social skills really like if as you get older you will see that your social skills the the your presence will really like being a human computer you will get taken over by a a machine computer if you're just a regular computer a, a human computer and you you're real quiet and you're not doing you know you're 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 just like one of those desk boys who just doesn't talk to anybody but if you're social you will always have a job you will always if you're a leader if you're you know if you 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 just got to be social or it, I'm not going to say you got to be social but I know that being social is a great attribute as you get older and as you get out of school um, again, it's frowned upon, like, you know, you're not allowed to talk in class, you're not allowed to do this, you're not allowed to do that. But again, as you get older, um, you will really see that being social is really one of the biggest attributes. It's not what you know, it's who you know, and it will really carry throughout your career and your life um, if you learn this. Um, okay, so let's go ahead on to the next question. What's the average day like for me? So currently, I actually still work in the in a grocery store. Um so, you know, I, I'm not, I haven't made any money off the podcast yet. I'm only, it's December right now. I started um, this podcast back in March, 2019, December, it's December uh, 2019. So again, I haven't made any money off of this podcast. So um, I'm not over here sitting here. I, I still got to pay rent. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and break down what an average day is like for me. I wake up in the morning. Um, I don't, I don't do an alarm. I usually uh, work in the afternoon, so I don't, I don't have an alarm. I could just naturally wake up. Um, I go on a 10 mile run. I start my day off with a 10 mile run. Um, come back home. I, I learn a, there, there's a, there's a book that I read every day, every morning. Um, it's called as a man thinketh by, uh, James Allen. And it's pretty much, you know, uh, it's, it's a really good, I, I just look into it. Um, anybody who, um, really is serious about, you know, controlling their thoughts, pretty much that third eye in your head. 
Um, it's wisdom. Um, I think it's the best wisdom book and the best self-help book um, out right now. And it, it was made like 100 years ago. So it's a really good book. Um, I just read a couple scriptures from it. Um, and again, I, I read it like the Bible for for like its verses. And it's only like 10 pages long. You can even find it online for free. I, I read it online for free. Um, and, you know, it just helps me. It puts my head back on it. It makes me a little wiser. Um, around three o'clock, I usually work from like five to 10 at the grocery store. So around three o'clock, I start getting ready for work um, on the way to, to on, on the way to the bus stop. And on the bus, I listen to an uh, audio book. Um, and I, I, I never was a big reader. So audio books are big helps for me. Um, I really love audio books. It, it really gives me all the information I need um, without even whipping out a book. So um, listen to that, get to work, you know, hit my shift, get off at 10. Um, I'm back home by 11. Uh, once, as soon as I get back home, I usually hit a workout, 30-minute workout, just consists of uh, push-ups, sit-ups, and uh, bicep curls. Real quick, real simple workout, um, 30 minutes long again. Um, and usually my friends come over, you know, um, I'm the only, I'm 21 years old right now, so I'm pretty much, all my friends are in college, and um, I'm the only friend who has their own place, like who doesn't live in their mom's house. So, you know, I, I pretty much got the bachelor pad of my friend's group. So um, all my friends are always over um, at night and whatnot. Um, so and that's pretty much my day. Actually, um, after I'm done working out, I also watch one more educational video um, of my choosing. It's usually Crash Course. If you guys are uh, the younger generation, you guys know uh, what Crash Course is. You've you probably watched it in a class. Um, right now, I'm on psychology. I was on philosophy. I, I did like American history and, and all everything. For, for I just I just make sure I'm, I get every day before I go to sleep, um, I must get smarter, stronger, and wiser. Those are my three biggies. So every day. Um, and when I wake up, before I go to sleep, I must get wiser, stronger, and smarter. That's it. Um, so that's an average day like for me. Um, and again, that's an average day like for me when I'm not interviewing people. So uh, when I am interviewing people, I usually have uh, stuff scheduled. Um, and I usually like, I do it in chunks. I definitely do it in chunks. So um, everything is just, you know, th those days are way more crazy and I, it's not even an average day. So I'm not even going to break that down for you, but I'm, I'll tell you my offs, you know, when, when I'm off, uh, the interview schedule and, uh, what are some things that I enjoy the least editing, editing? I, I enjoy editing the least and like also posting to social media a little bit. Um, once I start making money off of this, I'm going to start, you know, exporting that to somebody else. I'm going to start, you know, uh, you know, give it, given uh, like hiring somebody to do that for me so that I don't have to do it. Um, what do I enjoy the most? Interviewing people, I, 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 giving people the results, empowering people, uh, getting that information to my group of people who, um, who need it. You know what I'm saying? Just empowering them, uh, the people who, and it, this, this podcast is really to not only demystify each job, but to help you figure out you know, like draw some inspiration from people who have, I, I only interview people who have been doing what they've been doing, who've been loved doing what they've been doing for at least five years. You have to do, you have to have been doing what you've been doing for at least five years. Cause every, I feel like everybody, you know, they might start off the job for like the first month and they love it, but you know, th that love might fade, but the people who really are meant to be doing it, um, have been doing it for at least five years, five. And, and again, uh, at least so, 
Um, that's what I enjoy the most, you know, those professionals um, who have been in it for years, giving that great information to these kids um, and anybody. Now, you don't even got to be a kid, just somebody who's just trying to transition and empower themselves. Um, and again, that's my number one thing, just empowering others to, you know, uh, get out and be the best that they can be. Um, do I think grades matter in school? Hell no. And I'm just going to leave it at that. You, y'all, y'all should know this by, by now. Like if you listen to any of my podcasts, y'all should know that grades just... To me, they just don't matter. Um, I'm not a school person. Like, that's not the way I learned. I'm not a sit in the class with 30 other kids and have one person lecturing. I'm, I'm an interactive person. I'm a social learner. So um, I, I like talking to people. That's how I that's how I learn. I like talking to somebody one on one is how I learn, not uh, sitting in a class with 30 other people and just trying to focus on one person lecturing in front of the classroom. I, I feel like um, that's just not the way I, I learn. I prefer to learn. Um, let's see. How do I feel I make an impact again? Just empowering others like just this podcast, um, being able to like directly give that information straight from the source, straight from the the professional who's been doing it for years and getting that great advice to that person who is trying to be in that position um, in the next five or 10 years. That is the best feeling ever. And, you know, uh, the people who say, man, that really helped or the the people who say, dang, Koja, like you're I couldn't have done it without you that is the best feeling in the world like I honestly I remember the first time I heard it and I, I remember going home and being like yo I could die today and I would like I would be a hundred and ten percent happy because all I wanted to do was impact just one person like you just get all you for for impact is just a devotion and you everything that you your purpose in life is just what you're devoted to so whatever you're devoted to is pretty much uh, your purpose in life. So, and I'm just devoted to, you know, empowering others. So, uh, that's pretty much it. Like, honestly, like anybody, everybody has a purpose. I feel like, like everybody does. So as long as you find it and as long as you're doing it, um, that's the only thing that will make you happy in life. Not the money, not the fame, not the Instagram likes or posts or whatever. Like, I, trust me when I say that, that will just all leave you empty um, if you don't have that and uh, the, you know, uh, foundation of your impact and devotion. You know what I'm saying? That's what really keeps you happy. Like, there are so many rich people who've killed themselves. There are so many rich people who have, um, you know, who are miserable, just straight up miserable because they haven't figured that part out yet. So, um, please make sure that you guys, you know, figure that part out. And that's exactly what this podcast is for. Um, let's see here. And if I could give one piece of advice, uh, again, this is the last question here. So we're wrapping things up. And if I could give one piece of advice to anybody out there listening who wants to be in my position specifically today, it would be. Ooh, I, I really I think it would be just start. Just start. I think. When I, um, again, when my uncle died and I really wanted to, really wanted to get this podcast started, I'm not, I didn't even want to really even want to get this podcast started. I just wanted to do the cool thing because I, I remember reading off his obituary and being like, yo, like that's so cool that he was doing this and that, but I wasn't even really paying attention to, you know, really what I was good at. And it was so obvious to me because even though it was like, I was looking at it like, dang, that's so cool. Like he, he was making so much money, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, he was making so much money and whatnot, but it really wasn't something that I was really good at. And 
I was so focused on doing the cool thing that I had completely missed the fact that um, I knew exactly what I wanted to do the whole time, but I was just putting it on the back burner because I was like, oh, that's not cool enough or I'm not going to be making enough money. A lot of people are scared, um, have more fear of something um, because or or like it it could be money. I think I think my biggest fear was I'm probably not going to be making enough money if I go down that route. I I just want to do the cool thing like my uncle was doing and, you know, start these businesses up or, you know, being an engineer or whatnot. But the entire time, like this, honestly, the money was never going to make me happy. No matter how much money I made, this made this makes me happy, like so happy. So um, if I give one piece of advice, it's whatever you have that you just like, okay, I'm really good that you're just shoving off to the side because you're like, okay, I'm good at this. But it's not really the cool thing to do. I don't think it's going to make me enough money. Trust me, if you just, you know, grind at it and really just start. Um, you just start, just be brave and start, uh, put that fear to the side and turn it into faith. Trust me. I mean, you, you're going to be, it's going to be the best decision of your life. Once you be who you really are, you will get what you really want. Anything you want that in your life, you will get as soon as you decide to be who you really are. And I, I feel like, you know, I feel like that's the best answer I got. And, you know, just to wrap things up, um, I think that was, again, I'm interviewing myself, so this is kind of weird, but, uh, you know, let's let's go ahead and wrap things up here. Uh, now, there are three types of work, a job, a career, and a calling. Most people have a job. You're real lucky if you find your career, but you're truly blessed if you find your calling, and I hope that I helped you find it here today, and that is a wrap. Wait, before you go, make sure to hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at YI Network for weekly Big 3 takeaways. We're also on Facebook and LinkedIn at YI Network. And if you or somebody else you know loves their job and would love to share on the podcast, email me at passionate at gmail.com. Again, passionate at gmail.com. Have a good day, guys.